0: Uh, Guys, real quick before I start this podcast, uh, you have two more days left to buy my uh, merch shirt, the one that says merch on it. Uh, Two more days and then it'll never be available ever again. And it's a dope shirt. It's a fucking cool shirt. People will compliment you, I promise. So if you want to buy that, go to represent.com slash Cody Co. Thank you. I love you. Let's get on with this episode, baby. Guys, welcome back to Insanely Chill. This is the podcast where we talk about shit that's happening in my life (laughs) uh this is episode 28 i don't it's episode some i think and it's been a while since i uh actually sat down and talked to you guys alone as an individual um it has been a lot of shit has happened in the past couple weeks i've been traveling and so i recorded an episode before i left with uh you know uh my friends todd and Matt. And then uh had another episode with my buddy who I was traveling with. Uh, but I haven't sat down, you know, just me and the mic, you know, me and this chode-looking mic. Haven't really sat down and uh, talked, ab- talked about what's up, what I'm thinking about, what's going through my brain. My, my uh, dome piece, as they call it, in video games or when you're playing video games. Did you, you guys ever play? I used to, uh, here, I'll tell you this. I used to be a... Uh, I don't know if you guys ever played video games, but I used to love... uh, No, I've I've talked about this. This is just going to become more and more of an issue for me as I go forward with this podcast. Is just retelling stories and talking about shit I've already talked about. Because as this goes on, I'm just eventually just going to have talked about everything. Everything. Eventually, I'm just going to reach the max and everything is just going to be a rerun at that point. But... I'm still going to fucking do it. It's just going to be up to you when you stop listening, I guess. Um, I, <laughs> just watch like by the 200th episode. It's going to end up or like more, I guess, like come two and a half years from now when we're doing like the fucking eight hundredth eight hundredth episode. And it's just like it ends up being just a carbon copy of one of the first ones <laughs> just by pure accident. What would the odds of that be? Way too damn high. Anyways, I've been traveling. Um, that's why I uh, didn't post a weekend edition this week. Um, it's it's tough, you know. It's like I don't have, I'm not always around people and uh, um, I, shoddy internet. You know what I mean? You get to some places. Like we were in this hostel and the internet was fucking incredible for no reason. Like when does that ever happen? When do you ever stay in a hotel, connect to the Wi-Fi, and they're like pleasantly surprised by how fast it is? that never ever happens. You always connect to the Wi-Fi, you got to go through some stupid login screen or whatever. And then you connect finally and you like go to load up your email and it takes like it like it's like you're on dial up, you know, in the 90s. It just takes fucking forever to load anything. You're like, what's the point of even having Wi-Fi if it just doesn't work? Just to just to appease your patrons that they can they can connect to it but they can't fucking do anything on it. Just if we see those four bars, oh, that's all we need, baby. Just to see, just to (laughs) get my fix. Just need to see those three little bars. Oh, sweet, sweet Wi-Fi. No, we want to actually do shit on it. But by some stroke of luck, I connected to this shit and I was uploading the last, I guess, podcast I uploaded, which is like 40 minutes. These things are huge. They're like six gigabyte files or something. So I was like, "Well, I'm never gonna get this thing up on this shitty hostile Wi-Fi," and then it fucking blazing, blazing speeds just shot right up there into the cloud, didn't it? it fucking fired right up there, and uh, and so that that was. Uh, but then everything else has just been absolute garbage. Besides this place that I'm staying in now, I'm in London. I'm at my uh, my friend, my one of my best friend, Nick's. <laughs> One of my best friends, Nick. He lives here in London, uh, and he lives in uh, well. Maybe I shouldn't. The area. Well, <laughs> excuse me. Same shit. The area is Dalston. Dalston. Um, and so uh, we've just been kicking around Dalston. I posted a picture from here yesterday, and some some person was like, "Yeah, it figures that you're in the most hipster neighborhood ever." And it it's so true. This neighborhood is so painfully cool. It 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 sucks how cool it is. It's so, and it's like naturally cool. It's not like try hard, cool at all. like a lot of the times, here we go again, with the Venice shit, I have to I have to mention Venice now it's this is a natural thing for me to mention because that's where I live, and Venice is I think, is pretty cool, right? but it's like people sometimes sometimes, I don't know, you people try too hard, like me, for example. you walk around here and people have like just like weird like piercings in places that you're even like I, I didn't even know you could get a piercing there you know what I mean you see dudes with like nipple tattoos wearing like a wearing like a fishnet shirt so you can see the nipple tattoo but it's like for some reason that's not weird it's just like it looks really good you know or just people wearing like I don't even know like full army gear people like face tattoos that somehow don't look weird. You know, haircuts that you'd normally look at that and be like, that person is definitely homeless. Or a homeless person did that haircut. But for some reason, it just fucking works for them. That's everyone walking around this neighborhood. Dalston. Seriously, look, like, Google it or something. Google a picture of Dalston. And I bet you it's just like the trendiest shit. And I haven't even scratched the surface. I've just, you know, ran around. We, like, walked around um, yesterday and uh, I went for like a jog this morning, and it's just everywhere I look, it's like uh, I feel like s- such a fucking loser. I was jogging around. I don't know if you've ever seen a-, a picture of these shoes that I wear, my running shoes. They're awful. They're so bad, but they're really good for running. Um, they're the br- the brand is Brooks, and uh, they're like these yellow neon yellow shoes. The whole things are the whole. Th- both shoes the whole thing is neon yellow um now when i say that you might think oh there's like nike free shoes that are neon colors and they they don't look half bad you know they can look trendy no 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 well no they can these do not look like that at all no this looks like this looks like someone fucking sat down and was like how can i embarrass the person most Who want to wear these for running purposes. It's like they went an extra mile. Oh, pun intended. It's like they went an extra mile to make them uglier. Like they put weird fucking like ridges in them and shit like that. It looks like... It just looks like I'm I'm like a wannabe triathlete, you know? That's the only time you can wear ugly shit like this. Is when you've like done triathlons and you're like... You know some people look really good in workout clothes. And like are really good at dressing for the gym. You know? Like my parents are like that. My parents look really, like they always have the dopest workout gear. And like when the, we're, they're like the kings of the gym, king and queen of the gym, they go in there, everyone's like, yo, those, those people look good, they're styling, you know what I mean? Um, I'm the opposite of that. I'm not good at dressing outside and inside the gym. Just bad, like I, I put on my, and it's not hard to look good and it's not hard to get decent looking workout clothes, you just gotta get shit that doesn't look awful, or doesn't fit awful And you can even have shit that fits and looks awful. But for some reason, I look worse. (laughs) I have these like, just old ass basketball shorts that I've had for like, seriously, I've had these shorts for 15 years. I used to wear them when I was a diver. um, Before I went to college. So I've had them for a long fucking time and I still wear them. And then I wear these awful neon yellow shoes. It looks like I'm... Walking around with a couple of fucking giant tennis balls on my feet. And they're just so bad. Brooks is where fashion goes to die. This brand that I'm wearing. And then I and then I usually wear some like, just like, ill-fitting tank top. It's like not even meant to be worked out in. It's just meant to be like a tank top that you wear in the sun. You know? It's like fucking chafing me. Because <laughs> the the seams are too big that actually happens to me i don't i don't know do you and the thing is i just can't justify myself spending money on the on workout gear cuz i have this old shit that still works it's still functioning you don't have to look good in the gym the times when it sucks is when i come to a dope neighborhood like this and i want to look just not that bad running around this trendy ass neighborhood And I look, I look like, I just look bad. I look awful. Do you look good in the gym? I just, I don't know. I'm never going to, I'm never going to like walk past a Nike store and be like, oh, why don't we just binge on workout gear? Let's spend like 300 bucks. I should do that though. You know, now that I'm saying it, I should do that. I just, I don't think I'm ever going to. So Nike or Adidas, if you're watching this, sponsor your boy. Actually, they did. <laughs> oh, my God. Adidas actually sent me shit. And it's cool. But I look bad in it. I somehow don't pull it off. Why is that? Why Why just me? I literally, I was wearing these fucking black Adidas shoes that are really cool. I think they're cool. Here, you know what? I'm going to go get them right now. Just stand by. I have one. All right, they're these. If you're watching on YouTube, um, then you can see what I'm talking about. They're cool. They're all black, right? They're jet black. They got a cool pink uh, insole or whatever, green sole and like a pink like inner lining. Um, All things considered, very cool shoes on someone else. On me, I was wearing them the other day uh, and when we were in Ibiza, I went for a run in these shoes. And I came back up and my friend who I was traveling with um, just looks at me and goes... Dude, what the fuck are those shoes? <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, what are those? Why are you wearing them? They look, like, they look like shoes Justin Bieber would wear to the gym. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, exactly. He's like, yeah, but you don't look like a Justin Bieber. And I was like, no, but I, I mean, you should, if you think these are bad, you should see the other shoes. The ones that I, the, <laughs> the I could have worn. They're neon yellow Brooks racer shoes. I just can't win, dude. I can't win. What do I wear to the fucking gym? How do I look cool, working out? I don't know. Um. So so, what's happened since I saw you guys? I went to VidCon. That was you know whatever it's fucking VidCon. It was actually fine this year because I went for one day, um, and I met a bunch of you guys. So if I met you and uh, and. We, then shout out to you, I <laughs> guess. No, it was cool to meet you guys. And uh, I was doing this thing for New Form, which is the brand that um, produced my pilot. And uh, we were like interviewing people basically. And in like the main convention center place. And uh, like a line started forming. There was like 100 people waiting to take a picture of me. So that was pretty fucking cool, honestly. Um, I haven't i used to get i used to get that like i think my first VidCon was when i when vine was super big and i think it's when i like first like was generating like a lot of i don't know i had like a huge audience on vine at that point and it used to be like that and then it hasn't been like that since so it's like it's kind of cool that and everyone was like keep your dick fat keep your dick fat um so mad respect to all y'all and uh i'm sure i will see you next year no i won't i'm not going next year definitely not um so anyway like vidcon's fucking boring it's fucking boring nothing really happened there uh we went there got drunk and then i drove back the next morning um and then i got packed for my flight for spain got on the flight uh b- b- pretty good flight honestly just a solid 11 hour flight oh no okay here's a little funny story from the flight I get on the flight and, uh, or I was getting, I was in the airport, I think, and I was like posting pictures from the lounge, whatever, and I was just like, you know, douchey ass, like plain emoji, Barcelona, you know, oh, uh, wheels up to Barcelona, hey everyone, I'm going to Europe, I'm, I'm a well-traveled man and I'd like to make that known. Uh, just call me Europe boy, because I'm headed to Europe, please. And I want every single one of my followers to know that. And it was in the lounge too. So douchey. Fucking, I'm a douche. Um, so I posted a picture from the lounge, just, you know, douching it up over there, drinking some wine, whatever. And these girls were tweeting at at me being like, Hey, we're in the airport, something like I want to meet up, blah, blah, blah. And like, usually when that shit happens, I'm like, I'm not going to like go out of my way to be like, all right. Um, like, yeah, let's meet up. You know what I mean? Like, I'll get back I'll get back to that later. I should explain that a little bit more because I have in the past. Um, but, you know, I was just, like, chilling, whatever. And, uh, and, then, and then I sit down on the plane. I'm in the middle row, the far right, and these two girls sit down beside me. Like, the seat's right next to me in the, in the thing. And they're kind of, like, looking at me just a little. You know, I can just tell sometimes when somebody, um, like, I, it's so hard to talk about this shit without sounding douchey. But it, it is true. Like, when someone recognizes me in public and they don't say anything, I can tell. Like, it's just, like, the way, it's the same case. Like, you know, you look at someone and you recognize them from some, from somewhere, like a celebrity or someone you like. And you always do the double take. It's always like that you look at them as you'd look at any average person, right? And then you look back. And in that time, your brain says, holy fuck, that's that guy. And so you by instinct just do a, like a quick double take and that's the that's the giveaway right there is the little uh, and then by the time you realize you've done that now you look back and you look at the ground or something and that's always the most obvious thing too because now your brain's like fuck 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 why did i look why did i look back now he can tell now he can fucking tell and so that's what they did a couple times and i was like oh, okay well maybe maybe they recognize me this might well maybe we can have a conversation or something on the plane and it'll make the time go by fast We're taking a quick break to thank our sponsor, TMG Studios. And before you say anything, yes, it's completely fine that my own production company sponsored my own podcast. Daddy's got to scratch his own back sometimes. When you sign up for TMG Studios, you don't just get ad-free episodes of Insanely Chill, you get all of our shows ad-free. And with the studios tier you get access to hundreds of unfiltered bonus episodes from our other shows like brook and connor and tmg so go to tmgstudios.tv and sign up for tmg studios tier to get access to ad free and bonus episodes they didn't say anything to me for all 11 hours of this flight (laughs) and then the flight lands pulls up to the gate seatbelt sign goes off and we stand up and the girl goes hey uh can i get a picture (laughs) It's like, you had 11 fucking hours to ask me that. <laughs> uh, it's funny. I mean, not that I care. I just think, like, if she if she was a fan, maybe she would have liked to talk to me for a little bit. I don't know. And I would have talked. I like talking on planes t- to a certain extent. I'll tell you another funny story about a plane. Because now that I've said that, usually I like just plugging in my earphones, playing a little Candy Crush, and, uh, you know, jamming out to some music and kind of trying to sleep or whatever. Or watch movies or whatever. I usually like to keep to myself. But I I'll I do enjoy the occasional plane conversation. If it's a good one, it, it does make the time go by a little bit quicker, right? And I hate flying. So um, anything to make the time go by quicker is something I'm uh, well encouraged. So one time I sit down. I think I was flying from Calgary to Toronto, maybe. So long flight across the country. Uh, whatever, four and a half, five hours. And I... God, I, for some reason, I just like really didn't want to do this flight. I was just not looking forward to it at all. Um, And so I ended up buying like a bottle of rum or something at the duty free. And I bought a diet Coke from the vending machine and I drank half the Coke and then I filled the other half up with Bacardi and just started nursing it like in the, (laughs) in the boarding area. I'm sitting there just pounding this thing, like forgetting how much because it was really good. I don't know, you've ever done that. It's like tastes really good, but it's like there was a fuck ton of liquor in there. So I'm like by the time I get on the flight, I'm like super drunk. I'm like like red-faced, like like kind of like falling over not not falling over, but like finding it hard to walk, you know, like kind of a little bit like I like how can I describe this type of drunk? It was like a zero to 60 type of drunk, you know, when you go, when you meet up with some friends who have been drinking for a while and you've been doing something and you're sober and they're like, come on, let's go to the bar. And you're like, okay, wait, just, I'm going to catch up to you. And so you take like five shots and then all of a sudden in the cab on the way there, you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, you know? And it just hits you like a sack of oranges, you know? Um, that was me on the plane. Just all of a sudden was like, everything started going in slow motion. I was like, Oh fuck. I'm like way younger than I thought. But luckily it's a fucking plane. You sit down you go to bed. Right. I was kind of like stoked on that. So I plopped down in my seat and the guy next to me was, um, this kid. And he was like, he, uh, what did he say? How did he, how did he start the conversation? I don't know. It was an Indian guy kid basically very young well actually not that young probably like 18 he sits down and he's like i uh he's like hey how's it going and i was like good (laughs) how are you and he's like good good um uh, what do you do and i was like i told him what i did and where i was and all that stuff and he asked me if i went to college and i was like no i already graduated and he was like oh i go to school i go to college in in toronto go to the university of toronto or something and i was like that's cool um, or I said, that's cool or something. I don't know. Probably pretty blacked out by this point. And so he goes, uh, the plane starts taking off and he starts talking about how, or like the plane starts like pulling out of the gate and like moving towards the landing strip. And he's actually talking about like how he's like scared of flying and how he's like, like, I think, I don't think he, I think it was like his second or third flight ever. And he starts like freaking out as the plane is like starting to, you know, speed up down the runway and, like, freaking out, like, sweating and, like, rubbing his hands. He's like, ah, I'm, like, really scared. I'm really scared. And uh, I was, like, wasted. I was like, dude, I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. (laughs) I was like, what is the plane even doing? I can't feel anything. (laughs) I don't even know if I'm capable of feeling fear at this point. Nope. I think there's one feeling I could feel, and that's drunk right now. So, finally, like, the plane starts to take off, and he's so scared. He looks at me and goes... Please, can I hold your hand? And holds out his hand. And I, dude, man, I, I looked down at his hand and I looked up at him and I said no. <laughs> I fucking said no. I said no. And the, the look of like heartbreak on his face, he was just like, oh. And looks back and just had to deal with it by oh my god i feel really bad saying this story you guys all probably think i'm an awful awful person but it was like i i don't want to hold your sweaty hand i don't even know you this was not part of the fucking deal when i bought this plane ticket i didn't know there would be anything physical i didn't know I have, to, I have to comfort somebody who's never flown before i hate flying and my hands are sweaty you think this is going to help you Just two sweaty hands fucking sliding off each other? No. It's gross. Make weird sounds, you know? Like. Just two. Ugh. No. But I I do feel bad. And every time I tell that story, people are like, yo, what the fuck? (laughs) Why didn't you just hold his hand? I'm like, because you wouldn't either. And I was blackout drunk. (laughs) I couldn't. I, I didn't know empathy. Like I said, no feelings. No feelings were happening in my face. No, the only feeling I could feel was drunk. And I was just drunk and that's all it was. Can you hold my hand? No. Sorry, brother. Not today. If if this plane goes down, I don't want to be holding your hand when that happens. (laughs) Oh, I'm a bad person. I'm a bad person. So sorry, dude, if you're watching that and you recognize me from the plane, if you're watching this podcast, I mean, you recognize me. Um, I'm sorry. And next time, maybe I'll hold your hand. Although I don't think I ever will do that for anyone besides like my own kids or like my parents or someone I'm like related to, you know? So anyways, that's another little funny plane story. Uh, Those girls um, shout out to you for not saying anything to me for 11 hours and asking for a picture last second. It's kind of funny as well. So yeah, the flight was good. Uh, got into Barcelona. I had a great week in Barcelona. What an amazing city! Fucking beautiful. I posted a video. Um, so I'm actually recording this on Monday. So it's a couple of days before you're listening to it. And I posted. I'm posting a video today um, of a little uh, Blaze action. I did my. I don't know if you know any of you know my character Blaze. It's like my douchey cousin. Like super, just like like trashy, just douche um and so we did we we went out i think the last day i was there and i was just in character like all fucking day it was kind of funny i like brought the hat and i brought the glasses out and we'd chill for a second and then whenever i thought of a bit i'd like it would be like blaze mode activated and i'd like just tilt the hat down (laughs) that was really the only thing the only like thing that would make me get in character because i was like wearing the hat anyways i was wearing the sunglasses anyways I wear this, like, the thing is I wear, like, a douchey snapback, and I wear glasses. But, like, we're walking around, and I wasn't just going to, like, carry them. So I'm wearing them, right? And then as soon as I thought of, like, a funny blaze bit, it was, like, move the hat down, just tilt it down so that the fucking brim is, like, at an awful angle, you know? Like, because I'm wearing it backwards. You know, like, fucking just, when they just sit it on top of their head. And it's, like, what the fuck is he even doing at that point? It's so far from the function from the intended function of a hat the intended function of a hat is you wear it forward so it blocks the sun out of your face now I get function nowadays is more fashion related right people wear them because they're fashionable to wear them backwards but when you wear them backwards and then tip them up it's like oh the the brim is so far from ever doing anything beneficial for you whoever invented hats is fucking rolling around in his grave because fuckboys wear them like that you know, because Josh is, like, just setting it on his head. It's like, what is the point? We can see your entire head. So, anyways, I wear it like that. <laughs> so, every time I thought of a bit, I'd just go. And I'd lock it in. Blaze mode activated. Blaze mode activated. And then uh, and then we just would just do, I'd just be a douche. I would be a douche, so hopefully people think it's funny. I don't know. The thing is, I, the thing is, what I'm thinking about right now is that the character is like a big time homophobe because he's supposed to be this really stupid. Also, by the way, this isn't my lighter. I don't know. I just found this on the thing, um, and I've just been lighting it because it's like a, you know, it's like a fidget spinner, but way doper. It's like a fidget spinner, but way more dangerous. <laughs> playing with a lighter. Um, was like, oh yeah, the character is like a homophobe, right? Because he's like this dumb dude, and like that's it's a, it's a. You know, it's a commentary on like dudes like that. You know, dudes from. I don't even know. I don't know, like dudes from Florida. <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> if you've been listening for a while, you know it's a theme for me to hate on Florida. So there it is. There's the Florida hate. Just dudes from everywhere. You know, it's like the same type of dudes that we played in Simi Valley. You know, it's like, a, it's like just like a douchey character who's like dumb. And so he's like, he's like pretty homophobic. So I call shit gay all the time, whatever. And I'm like kind of worried. Like I've gotten like a hundred almost a hundred thousand new subscribers in the past like three weeks or two weeks even and so i'm kind of worried like nobody has seen this character before so i'm worried i'm just gonna post this out of the blue and they're gonna be like is what is this is this just your alter ego (laughs) are you problematic and i'm not i'm not sometimes unless i'm rejecting an indian kids (laughs) hand-holding request maybe then i'm a little bit problematic but that has nothing to do it didn't no, it's not. No, it's not. I don't have to backpedal. It's not okay. I don't hold hands. I don't hold hands unless it's with my GF. So I'm not gay. <laughs> there, there's a little taste of blaze. So the video is gonna go up today. Um, I'm gonna post it when it's uh, 10 a.m. L.A. time because you know shits. Uh, this all this shit. Uh, my time zones My time. Shut up, fucking washer. My time zones are all fucked right now my uh jet lag I've been jet lagged for two and a half what have I been I've been gone for how long a week and a half now I've been jet lagged for the full week and a half and I think it's because once you when you go to a place you're supposed to like and I think in order to get over the jet lag you're supposed to like really try your best to like go to bed at the same time and really try and get sleep even though you whatever we did the complete opposite of that. We got to Spain. We stayed up all night, two nights in a row, and then and then slept like all day one of the nights and then went to a be- And then so like our systems were like, what are you doing? Where the fuck are you? What is this? You slept on a plane and now you sit up all night for like basically two nights and then you kind of nap during the day a little bit. And now you expect me to get eight hours of sleep? Nope. Not going to happen, buddy. Sorry. So I've been just jet lagged for like a week. Um, and I think I'm finally getting over that right now just because London has been a little bit more chill. London is a fucking amazing city. I love this place. Every time I'm here, I'm like, I would love to live here. I really hope that one day I book like a series or something and, and it shoots here. Um, because I would love to spend like a solid, like even like even just a month here. Um, but I just, I can't really justify that right now. Um, but I'm here for like a solid four days. And it's been amazing. We've been hanging out at the Shoreditch Soho House, which is, again, just so painfully cool. That's The, the Soho House is like the chain of social clubs, that uh, the same place there where I sat beside fucking... I told that story where I saw the movie, and Kevin Hart sat beside me, and Seth Rogen was there. Same place, Soho House. And there's one here near Dalston um, in Shoreditch, and it's just so goddamn trendy. It's a pool. Just everybody there is hot, you know? You walk in and you're like, don't don't look at me. Because everyone's hot. Everyone's like, just so hot. It's like, why did they let me in here? I don't get like, maybe that's why everyone's looking at me all weird. Because it's like, what the fuck is that guy doing here? One thing, one thing I will say, I wanted to talk uh, about this, about Spain. It's a really, really inefficient country. Like, everything. It's insane. It's insane. Every every place is really slow. The service is always very slow. There's a, there's a line for like everything. And um, and I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like a cultural thing. People are just like slower and more chill, which I get. I, I totally get that. I'm not like ripping on it, but I'm just saying um, it's, it's definitely a different way of life. I'm just saying I'm used to like shipping quick and like I get really frustrated when I'm, I have to wait in like a pointless line. Like, but, oh, my God, I got to turn off this washer like okay for example i at the airport every time like we took i took two flights while i was there three three flights because so i flew to Obiza, flew back and then i flew out of barcelona to london three flights all three fucking flights i okay like a dumbass instead of bringing like a two carry-ons i brought one small carry-on and one gigantic suitcase because i'm an idiot what the, three weeks i went backpacking for almost a year and for some reason, for this trip, I thought it would be a good idea to bring a roller, a huge roller suitcase. It's such a stupid idea! Like the flights go up. Like you know how flying in in uh, Europe is super cheap because you can get like a Ryanair flight. This is also something I want to talk about. But you can get a Ryanair flight for like like forty bucks or whatever, and it is forty dollars unless you want to do anything anything like unless you want to like you want to stand up from your seat like in the middle of the flight someone comes over and is like sorry man that's 10 bucks you want to like go to the bathroom to charge you for that you want water to charge you for that um so of course bringing a giant suitcase like this they charge you up the ass for that so all my flights have been double as expensive as they should have been twice as expensive um so anyways so brought this gigantic suitcase uh so every time i go to the airport i have to check the bag right which means you got to Go up to the counter and talk to the person and uh, and get them to check your bag for you. And so that in Spain is a nightmare because there's just like there's always like one person and there's a giant line of everyone waiting to take every Ryanair flight that's going out of Barcelona. And there's like, well, this I guess like the, the flight out of Barcelona, there was about like three or four people, but there's like working at the desk. But there were so many travelers and they're all in different lines. So it's all like one person, one line per person, right? And it's like, first of all, like, why don't... They don't have, like, the consoles where you can go, like, check in first. And then, like, at my home airport in Calgary, you check in. It prints the baggage tag for you. You put it on. And then there's just, like, a place where you go drop your bags yourself. Like, there's no reason for these for these fucking people to be there. Their jobs shouldn't exist. <laughs> Not what I'm saying. But I'm saying, they're like, they could speed up the process a little bit by having, like, the check-in counters... And, like, the line is pointless. Like, the whole time I was standing in this line, I'm just thinking, like, this makes no sense that this line is here. Like, this is so solvable, and it's solved in so many airports. So I'm standing in this line, and I'm standing there for about half an hour, moving closer, moving closer, moving closer. Now I'm about two people from the front of this line. And the girl that was checking everyone in, our girl, she just gets up and walks away. Doesn't say anything to anyone, not even her coworkers, just gets up and walks away. And just strolls off into the, the air the airport. Um uh sorry, this fucking washer is distracting me. Just walks off into the airport abyss. And so everyone's kind of like, Well, what the fuck? And you know there's that initial stage after something like that happens where everyone's kinda like looking at each other like, what's up? <laughs> But no one says anything to each other. Everyone's just kind of like looking and kind of like going like this, shrugging, like, I don't know. Where'd she go? I don't know. You know, everyone's just like saying that with their eyes. And then people start to get a little bit more frustrated, and they start like pacing around. And then, they, then the words start coming out. They go, where'd she go? And the person goes, I don't know. I don't know. So it was like that. About 10 minutes in, all of a sudden, we're like, okay, where the, where the fuck is this chick, right? We're, we're like looking at each other, like what's going on? What's up? 15 minutes go by. It's starting to get close to our everyone's flight time now. And we still have to go through security. So we're all like, what, what's happening? And so we basically look at the other girl, who's her coworker, who was sitting right beside her, and we go, yo, what's up? Can we like join your guys' line? Like, where did this girl go? And she goes, I don't know. No, you can't join our line. And like just does not give a fuck at all. Like, did she wasn't even saying it in a like a vindictive way. It was just like, no, and I don't know where she went. She just didn't care at all. She didn't care. And so we're like, what the-? I swear to God, this girl was gone for half an hour, half a fucking hour, which is huge when you have a flight that's coming up in like whatever, 45 minutes, and we couldn't move to any of the lines, there was nothing we could do, it was the most frustrating experience ever, standing there just being like, oh my God, I'm going to maybe miss my flight because this random fucking person can't do their job, and then she finally, I see her come, uh, come back, She's she's walking from wherever she fuck wherever the fuck she came. I don't know what she was doing for half an hour. She walks back, just doesn't look at any of us, and just sits down like nothing happens. Like, like like nothing like nothing happened. Okay? And then you won't believe what happens next. She like prints some tag off or something. And she gets up and walks away again. And still does not look at any of us, and so all of the people in the line are like absolutely furious and can't even believe that this is happening. It's insane. It's insane. It really is. And you think like maybe I'm overreact overreacting a little bit? No, not at all. It's your one fucking job to do that ticket thing. The line is already gigantic. I paid four like whatever like one hundred and fifty to two hundred bucks for this one way flight out of this country. I have to get it because I have fucking plans wherever I'm going. And you walk away because you got to take a shit or whatever for half an hour or like e- like whatever you're doing. And you won't even acknowledge it. You can't even like say like sorry folks like had an emergency or. W- it's unfucking real Unreal. So luckily I switched lanes like 15 minutes into this. So I was like already close to the. And I eventually got on the thing But it's just like That's kind of That's kind of was like The theme with Spain a little bit I loved it Fucking beautiful country For sure But like The service There's like this theme Of like people just like Not really Giving a fuck And nobody's in a rush Or anything Um, Another example On the morning Of They don't have Uber there And Uber is Like something that you Get used to You know what I mean You're like Oh I can go anywhere I want Whenever I want You know At the press of a button In three minutes A car will be here which is a luxury, now I realize that. Um, and there's no Uber in Barcelona. There's just taxis. And there's the subway, right? But there's a subway strike going on right now where it doesn't work, I think, on Sundays. It doesn't run at all. And then now there's a taxi strike and the taxis don't run at all on Mondays. And so there's like this weird period where oh, they, they might not overlap. I think it maybe just was... But basically, we had my flight was at 6 a.m., So I had to get to the airport at like 4 a.m. because I knew that the lines would be gigantic and that it would take me forever to get through security and whatnot. So I had to leave at 4 a.m. And the taxi strike ends... I had to leave leave the hotel at like 3.30 a.m. The taxi strike ends at 6 a.m. So there wasn't a single taxi. And the trains weren't running. And so there wasn't a single way... Besides the bus, which I had to walk like 20 minutes to the nearest bus stop that I could get to the airport in time for my flight. And so I'm like standing there. I'm like, how the fuck am I stranded at this hotel right now? It's like and I, I mean, like I, I, I ended up walking to the bus stop, obviously, but I have the giant ass suitcase. It wasn't like a pleasant fucking walk. It was like a mile and a half, two miles. something am like that. I, I'm worried. I sound like a really like privileged traveler right now, but these are like not hard problems to solve at all. Why the fuck isn't there a single taxi? There's no, there's no, there's, it's just a weird feeling standing in the, in the, in the hotel being like, there's no way I can pay someone anything to like take me to the airport. I can't get to the airport right now unless I like do this. Like it's just, a, I am coming off rather privileged right now. There's, I mean, there's Uber in fucking Nairobi. Like there's Uber everywhere. This isn't a problem. This isn't like a valid problem right now. This shouldn't be a problem in modern day. It's like not having a way to get to the airport. To get out of this fucking city. <laughs> and the best part was the, the taxis were striking because of Uber. They didn't even fucking have Uber yet. And they're like striking at the at the potential of Uber coming to, to Barcelona. It's like, how do you think that's going to help? How do you think... And, by all means, like every other experience I had with a taxi in Barcelona was fine, but it's like the only thing I want now, because of this fucking experience of you guys striking, is for Uber to come to Barcelona, and just make it so you all don't have jobs. You know, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, of course, I'm kidding. No, would never wish that. But it's just funny, man. This all, the, all of this shit. Was happening and it was just like, it just seemed like there was this theme of like not being able to like do shit quickly in Spain or not being able to, I don't know, It's just rather inefficient. The whole uh, siesta thing, I guess it's just a cultural thing, man. It's a cultural thing and I don't fucking hate it. It's just a little bit frustrating sometimes when, when you have four days here, three days here, two days here and you paid a lot of money to do this trip and you can't get places and do things because... But you just got to take it for what it is, you know, it's part of part of traveling. Uh, one really good thing about Spain is we went to this fucking fish restaurant. If you go to Barcelona, promise me you will go to a place called La Paradeta. La Paradeta. Um, absolutely fucking incredible, the best fish I've ever had in my entire life. It's crazy. You get to this place, again, there's a giant line. <laughs> and you wait in the line, And you get to the front of the line and basically there's this like huge shelf of like ice and there's all this raw, fresh fish on top of the ice. Everything, everything. And you just point to whatever you want and then it goes to the kitchen and they cook it for you and it comes out and it's whatever. So it's actually kind of funny because the whole first part is like so unnecessary. Like you don't need to, like you should just be able to sit down and order fish and like trust that it's fresh. Like I don't need to see the fucking... Squid. This literally when you order calamari and they pick up a raw squid, the whole thing right in front of you and like throw it in this like plastic cone and send it to the back of the kitchen. But as they throw it, the juice from the squid like sprays on the people that are waiting. (laughs) I literally watched this girl get sprayed in the face by squid juice. Squid juice. I'm not talking ink. I don't know if that's octopuses or squids that have ink, but it sounded right when I said that. No, this is this is this is uh, 100% raw organic squid juice, baby. Mm mm. <laughs> be Fucking gross. Put a squid in a juicer. Ugh. Like a squid smoothie. Mmm. Ooh. Don't like how my stomach's feeling now when I'm talking about that. Anyways, I I literally watched this girl get doused with squid juice. It's like, how do you think that's gonna make this meal more appetizing for her? I don't know. And like the squid's all like fucking just jiggling around. Ugh. An octopus, a bunch of raw octopus. Although, now that I say that, grilled octopus, one of the best fucking meals I've ever had in my entire life. Oh. Oh, they just like doused it in, in butter and sprinkle a little salt on top. And oh my God. Insane, dude. Insane. So, promise me you'll go there. Promise me. La Paradita in Barcelona. There's a few of them, I think. Um, okay, here's another thing. Um, and Now, it's been... It's been wow, it's been already 42 minutes. So I should wrap it up pretty soon, but I want to talk about one more thing about traveling. These things are all in my mind right now. It's been a while since I talked to you guys. These things are all in my mind. This is another thing I hate is you know, cuz I've been doing a lot of walking in rather, you know, whether it be in the airports or whether it be um just around London around Barcelona whatever. People who stop in bad places. Please tell me that you guys notice or that this is a pet peeve of yours. And if it isn't, you're the one that does it. For sure. People who stop in bad places. I don't get it. I do not get it. Every time I have to, like, stop to, like, tie my shoe or, like, check, you know, like, read, like, a map on my phone or something. You make, like, there's the part of your brain that's, like, self-aware enough or, I guess, aware of your surroundings enough to be like, okay, I'm going to step off to the side here. I'm not going to... to stop in the middle of a stairwell. Like, oh, man. Oh, it just pisses me off to no end. You see full families. Like, you'll be going, you know, you'll be walking on a street, and a full family that takes up the whole sidewalk will just stop to, to talk or check or whatever, and you just come up right behind them, and you're like, yep, bad place to stop. And bad place to stop. Move. Because this is obviously a place of traffic. People are obviously trying to move through this area. Don't stop here. Bad place to stop. Why are you stopping here? Why the fuck are you stopping here? This is a bad place to stop. Obviously, there's fucking people. Look at around you. Why do you think it's a good idea to stop at the very start of a stairs? Like where, like in the, in the, like when you're going to the train or the subway or whatever, and there's like a hundred people behind you, and a person just stops right at the top of the stairs, and everyone's like, "Oh fuck!" and everyone like runs into each other. Bad place to stop. Why are you stopping there? Go to the side. If you stop anywhere, go to the side. Just what are you stopping in the middle of the fucking sidewalk? How do you think that there's not someone behind you? Bad place to stop. Don't stop there. Don't stop there. And they're just always so fucking oblivious. You just want to yell at them. Don't stop there. Bad place to stop. I'm about to run into you. Bad place to stop. Don't stop there. They just don't get it at all. And there's just so... Like airports especially. People just stop with their suitcases. Pull up in the middle of the thing. You're like... Gotta go fucking around. Because it's a bad place to stop. And you shouldn't have stopped there. And it's a bad place to stop. Don't fucking stop there. How 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 do we get people to know this? How do we get people to realize? There needs to be like a... Uh, there gonna be like a honk or something that we can do, like a car that says bad place to stop. Uh, uh. So that I don't have to fucking move my shit. I don't have to like readjust my path to walk around you because you picked a bad place to stop. Bad place to stop, don't stop there. Hmm. Oh, gee, bad place to stop. Why are you stopping in the middle? Why are you stopping there? Why are you stopping in the middle of a crosswalk? To check your what? What are you doing? It's, it's a fucking crosswalk. Why are you stopping there? Finish your cross and then stop. God damn it! I don't just don't get it, man. I think it runs in the family because you see, like, as soon as you see like a f- tourist family do that shit, it's like the kid, like the kids are learning from the adults, and they're going to be bad stoppers for the rest of their life. Bad stoppers. That's what they are. Bad stoppers. Don't stop there. Why are you stopping there? That's a bad place to stop. You're a bad stopper. Don't be a bad stopper. Be a good stopper. We got to spread the. Pissing me off just thinking about these bad stoppers. Oh, and then this is another thing. Oh, man. Oh, this is another thing in the same vein. I'm waiting. On the uh, thing that goes down to the plane. The air bridge. Whatever the fuck it's called. And I'm standing there. And there's a big line obviously. And I'm waiting to get on the plane. And I'm just minding my own fucking business. Have uh, you know my earphones in. Listen to some shit. There's this family behind me. It's a mom. A dad. And their small boy. And the small boy. Keeps running into my backpack. Like every time we move a little bit he'll, he'll move, like every time the line moves forward, I'll move forward, he'll move forward, but he'll move forward a little bit too much, and he'll run into my backpack just a little bit, so there's this moment, every time we move forward, where I get the little mm, just a little mm, on my back, and I'm like, oh man, first time's not so bad, whatever, first time I'm like, ah, oh, accident, second time, oh okay, well, you know, maybe still an accident, maybe I should give this kid a benefit of a doubt, third time, it's like, okay, you have a fucking problem, what are you doing? Do, can you not perceive depth? Do you need glasses or some shit? Why do you keep running into my backpack? Don't touch me. I don't want to hold your hand. <laughs> don't touch me. I don't want to be touched. Fourth time. Oh, and it just, it's like, oh, it's like, you know, it's like Chinese water torture. You know, when they like sit you down, they just like drop. Well, I mean, I'm sure this, you don't know this, um but... I think it's like where they lie you down and they just drop a drop of water on the same place over and over again. And it eventually feels like it's like burning a hole in your skull or something. It felt like that. This kid, every time he hit me, because we move up little by little every couple minutes and he'd hit me again and he'd hit me again. And it's just fucking oh, Stop. Stop. What are you doing? Why do you think it's okay to run into my fucking backpack every time? Stop it. You're a bad stopper. You probably are bad. You're probably a bad stopper. Why touch my backpack? Don't touch my ba- backpack. Bad place to stop. You're a bad stopper. Don't touch my backpack. And I hate you, and I'm not holding your hand. And just don't interact with me. Don't touch me. Why oh, you touch my fucking backpack? <laughs> but as I said, traveling's amazing, you know? <laughs> this has been 45 minutes of me complaining about people and traveling. But don't know, but I love to, you know, you get to see the big Ben. No, it's great. Just been eating a lot of good food and which is clear. I'm gaining weight, dude. It sucks. It's hard to you're hard to keep keep to your fitness stuff when you're, you know, around and just whatever. I'll get back into it when I'm back. Um one thing I one last thing I wanted to talk about, guys, is um uh this show that's huge over here. I want to bring it to the states and I want you guys all to know about this. Over here in London, everyone's watching a show called Love Island, and they're freaking out about it. And so I found out about this through someone. So my friend Nick and I threw on the first episode, and holy fuck, it's so good. Listen to the concept of this fucking show, okay? It's uh, about four girls and four guys in a house together, right? And then there's one extra girl. So the, the, the idea is at the end of each week, whoever isn't coupled up, gets eliminated that's it oh what that's the sickest idea for a show ever yep it's just like it's awesome it's like reality tv but it's cutting all the bullshit because that's what reality tv is about right it's about sex and attraction that's what everything's about and reality TV shows have this layer ofness on top of it, something that they've, you know, something that they've contrived that's always like, oh, well, no, well, like, it's Survivor. You're on an island. You know what I mean? Or you're fucking, it's like Big Brother. There's, like, this weird, you know, there's, like, tons of prize money or whatever. No, this show is just, if you're not coupled up with the person and, like, sleeping next to them at night, you get eliminated. So people are, like, fight, Like, it's just unbelievable, dude. And, of course, it's, like, eight of the hottest people I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, this show is so shameless about what it is. It's unreal. It's, like, refreshing how shameless it is. They don't code it in the fucking American sob stories that every reality TV show has now about some kid with no nuts who sings amazing, right? No, it's just like, oh, here's eight super hot people that are also pretty dumb. Um, They're just going to fight to fuck each other. And whoever doesn't do that successfully uh, gets voted off. And then they like mix it up. Like they'll add another girl and they'll add another guy. It's fucking crazy, dude. And all these people are like, they're great. They're like, they're not only are they hot and they're dumb, but they're like weirdly charismatic too. It's great. It's fucking great. Love Island. Watch this show. I'm telling you, that's my recommendation. You'll love it. And I want to talk about it with people. Maybe on next episode, we'll do a little love. Oh, that'd be good. Turn this podcast into a little Love Island recap podcast. <laughs> Just lose all my viewership. Um... Like, for example, one of the games they played last episode was (laughs) every guy went behind like a wall and there was like holes in the wall. So on the other side, the girls came up one by one and they felt the guy's bodies through the holes and then they voted on who had the best body. (laughs) So fucked up, but they didn't give a fuck. So refreshing. It's great, man. Um, Okay, I'm going to wrap this up, guys, because I I got some other shit I got to do. So... I'm heading to Hungary today. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, I'm heading to Hungary and I'm going to this music festival. So I'm going to try to film and try to have a video out and another podcast while I'm there. Um, so until then, have a great week. Uh, rest your week, you know, hang in there though. It is only Monday so, or Wednesday. Sorry, Monday for me, but it is only Wednesday for you, which means you have half the week left. So don't stay off that grind. Nope. Keep on the grind is what I would say. Um, also, if you're listening to this now on Wednesday, you have two more days to buy the merch shirt. And so if you want that, if that's something that interests you, uh, you only have two more days and then that shirt will never be available ever again. So, um, and it's a dope shirt. Thank you from me. Um, So if you want that, go to represent.com slash Cody Co. And of course, guys, leave this review on iTunes. It really helps out. Uh, We're almost at 800 reviews now, which is fucking sick, which is like, you know, how much the big, big podcasts have, which is crazy. Well, a few more than 800, but still, we're getting up there and I'm proud of us. Um, and, uh, if you like the podcast guys, donate to my Patreon, please. Uh, you know, these plane tickets don't buy themselves. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It really helps. Um, patreon.com slash Cody co. So, and follow me on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to keep up with my travels, you feel me and Snapchat, it's Cody co on all of them. So appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. And, uh, I'll catch you next week or, uh, on the weekend if I'm able to do a weekend edition. Um. Hopefully, depending on Wi-Fi and whatnot, I'll be able to do that. I'm going to be traveling with my friend from Australia. Her name's Alex Fitz. You might remember her. If you were a Vine person, you might remember her from Vine. She's an awesome, awesome chick. So maybe I'll try to get her in some videos, maybe get her in a podcast. Uh, So if that's the case, I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.